Welcome to the Real Talk with Real Fit Pros podcast, where fitness professionals learn to get what they're worth. With over 30 years of combined experience in the fitness industry, Jonathan Loudermilk and Mark the Fitness Ninja Zolmanoff share their expertise in helping fit pros work smarter, earn more, and design a business that they love. Learn about effective social media strategies, organic marketing, client acquisition and retention, and whatever other shenanigans John and Mark bring to the table. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode of Real Talk with Real Fit Pros. Welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Real Fit Pros. It's your boy, Jonathan Loudermilk, your host with the most. And as always, I've got my partner in crime, Mark the Fitness Ninja Zamanoff, as we are showing up for episode, I believe, number 51 that we're on right now. So we're almost at the year mark, Mark. You get that? See what I did? Year mark, Mark. See what I did there? That's funny. It's very funny. Anyway, we got a damn good <laughs> guest on the show today. He's actually uh, a good friend of mine. Um, we've had the pleasure of actually working together for a long time. So, you know, this guy knows me from really early on in my career, and it's been awesome to grow with him, not just as, you know, a mentor, but more importantly, as a friend and as a brother. But, you know, I'm going to let Mark do the official intro since I've got some history with this guy, but we're going to get into it today. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, this is this is awesome. So if you're listening to this, just know that John and I on this day that we're recording, we're recording four podcasts. Mm -hmm. And this is going to take us all the way into 2022, which is fucking phenomenal. And uh, I got my Celsius, John. John, what are you drinking? Monster, which by the way, if any type (laughs) of representation of Monster is listening to this, we are open for sponsorship. And Celsius. Yeah, I will take free product as, as payment. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I saw a conspiracy theory with Monsters logo, so just be careful with that. Uh-oh. Um, you well, know, I, love, I love conspiracy theories. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> we can do a tinfoil episode. Yes. Tinfoil hats for everybody. We'll do that in studio. We'll get Stuman back in. Oh, my God. Talk about aliens. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Enough of this shenanigans. Let's move on to the other shenanigans. So our guest today is a fellow fitness professional. He was a homeschool kid that gravitated towards fitness in high school to fit in and socialize. He fell in love with it his sophomore year. Got certified right out of high school which means he had no clue what he was doing. Um, Not at all. Started, started training at Fitness Connection, which uh, some of you have probably been there, done that. Was a PT, assistant fitness manager, and head PT at that club. That's where he met Jonathan, followed him to 24-Hour Fitness, and eventually kind of started realizing what it really meant to be a coach. And for those of you who are fitness professionals listening to this, you know, coaching is just one small piece of this puzzle and you have to know how to sell. You have to know how to structure your business. You, like you really have to have some vision for this. And, and this young man that we have on today definitely caught that vision. And so we're going to kind of let him tell the story of how he came to be where he is now, how he pivoted through COVID and is thriving with his personal training business. So ladies and gentlemen, Jesse Milburn, welcome to the show, Jesse. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Jonathan, for having me. Absolutely. All right, sir. So you know the drill. We always start this thing off with funny gym stories. What you got for us? Okay, well, so I wanted to talk about the first like big sale that I had, right? So right. So like, 
in fitness connection, you kind of like, like young trainer, you're like, I don't do sales, you know, whatever. Like, you know, it's just kind of like, I'm not about the money. I'm about the people, you know, like you kind of get in that mentality. And so in 24 is when really I started learning more about like the sales process and how to actually help people. And that's, that's part of the process, right. And growing your business. And, uh, I just remember the getting over asking for the sale, right? Especially when you see that big number at the end of it, you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm about to ask this person for like six grand, you know, like, and so there was one, it was, I think it was like 6 PM on a, like a Thursday or Friday night. Like it was my last appointment for the day and I was alone in the sales pit. So like, you know, usually like I got someone around me to kind of like, you know, like you're kind of with them and you're like, anyways, it was just by myself. And I remember getting down to the, to the last portion of it. And I asked this guy for five grand and he just goes, okay. And I, my heart is like, I'm shaking. My heart is going so fast. And I just remember asking him again, like, okay, you, you are good with that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, and so I just immediately go like, okay, cool. Well, uh, let me, uh, let me just kind of, and I started fumbling around like how to actually do it. I remember going to the GM of the club. Cause Jonathan, I think was either do, uh, yeah, he was at an appointment, doing an appointment at that time. And I just remember shaking to her name was Robbie. I remember shaking to Robbie. I'm like, Robbie, I have this sale for you. And she goes, okay, well, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. What, what do I do? You know, <laughs> so she just goes, okay, this is what we do. This is how we're going to do it. I was like, okay, good. And so I just remember like the first time I finally like got over that and just asked for the sale. And it was, it was great. It was awesome. I still train that guy to this day. That was like three or four years ago, but anyways, yeah, that was such a, well, so there's, there's another perspective because I was there during it. So <laughs> uh, allow me to, to give you my perspective. So I yes. knew that this conversation was going to be had, right? So I'm out on the floor and I'm training somebody and I look over there and I'm kind of peeping just to kind of watch like body language. Cause it's a fitness manager. I mean, I'm like, we got to see if he closes the deal. So <laughs> I'm training. I look over there and the agreements get printed out at the, uh, the, the printer behind the front desk. And I saw, <laughs> saw Jesse at the printer getting the agreement. And this motherfucker was shaking. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I smell money. Like, that's all I could think about. So as soon as I got it, I, I, I think I walked my client over to something. I was like, I'll be right back. And I went over there and just looked at him. I was like, did you get it? And he, and he just shakes his head. He's like, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I got it. I was like, holy shit. What do you fucking buy? And he tells me. And then we all celebrated and all that stuff. But it was cool as shit watching him pop, pop his big pack cherries, what I call it. Yeah. You know, because once, yeah. once you got that, after that, you weren't nervous anymore. That's right. You know, exactly but that right. was hilarious watching you tremble at the printer, though. I'm not going to lie. I that still remember be, yeah. that. <laughs> that memory is ingrained in my head. <laughs> I pretty much had a, a very, very similar story to that early, early on in my lifetime fitness days at a $5,000 paid in full. And, and same thing up until that point, like I think the most I'd ever sold was maybe 1600 you know, at a yeah. time. And this couple was like, yeah, OK, well, you know, what, what do we do next? And I'm like. Oh, uh, okay. Well, hold on. I'll be right back. And uh, like, cause we, we kept them in a, we did the consults in a separate room and had to go grab the contract and the paperwork or whatever. Okay. So it gave me a chance. Okay. You know, just sit right here. I'll be right back. And I walk out. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> that same feeling, but it's awesome. Like in, and I love those stories because for us, that's busting through all those limiting beliefs. It busts through that fear of asking for the sale. It busts through that mindset of, of spending other people's money because 
at the time, you know, we're early twenties, we don't have $5,000 to throw at something, but other exactly people right. do. And, and so when you start to understand that and realize that you can't tell your story from their perspective, then it really just opens up that whole door to sales in general. And, and it's a, it's a freeing feeling for sure. So I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. All right, Jesse. So let's dive into this. Um, let's kind of start with where you are now. So yep. let's talk about what your business looks like right now. Um, who you serve, where you operate out of, are you in person, are you online? And then we'll kind of go backwards from there. Okay. Uh, so right now I train, like my in-person clientele is I have this, so I rented a house, right? This would kind of go back to the COVID kind of situation, yeah. but I've rented a house and I built a gym inside of it. And I started training a few clients here and there in it. And once COVID hit, that's when it was just like, oh, like, you know, getting laid off, all that stuff. And I was able to transition some of the clients from Golds over to here. Um, and then also to just be able to build on top of that because all the other businesses just been from word of mouth in terms of in person. Um, and so that's what I currently do now for that. And then clientele range. I so growing up in the, you know, in the uh, gym, in the gyms, in the franchise gyms, you learn how to be a chameleon, right? You learn how to train a lot of different people. Um, and they don't tell you like how to go after a certain type of person. They don't tell you any of that. They just go, here's 80 year old Bob. Here you go. He's got a, he got a hip replacement. He's got a knee replacement. Let's see what you can do with him. I told him, you know, I told him you could completely fix all of his pain problems. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's time for me to do my research. <laughs> you know, um, so uh, that's kind of how it's kind of transitioned for my in-person still. Like I, I train from someone like 18 is my youngest and then my oldest is 81. So like I go from, you know, from all walks of life with that. But I really enjoy that though, because it just, it keeps me on my toes as well because everyone has their different problems. Everyone has their different viewpoints. And so it helps me still like, you know, work that muscle. Uh, but also the online training. So now- I'm starting to really transition into that and really focus. Cause honestly, that's how you're going to scale. And so I, so that's really what I'm starting to focus on now. And I'm really trying to hone in on the people, honestly, around my age and a little bit older, cause the people that like, this is what I see, especially with my online clients right now is they, they, you know, went to high school, college, they might've been active. They might've even been an, an athlete. And they were active, they were eating okay, but because of how active they were and how much they were moving, they were still able to burn calories. They kept the weight off, they were able to do all that, right? Well, now that they're maybe five or six, six, seven, eight years into their workforce, now they're sitting for the majority of the day, they're going out drinking with their friends on happy hour, they're not doing anything that they used to do. So now they're starting to like muscle atrophy, so they're starting to get back pain, their posture is starting to suffer. Uh, they're, I mean, their weights coming on, everything is just starting to happen. And they're just wondering why. And most people just be like, well, I'm getting older. It's a slower metabolism. Well, it's not just your age. That's not at all what it is, right? You got to move. You got to, you got to change something. Um, so those are the people that I really want to help because that hits home for me because I'm seeing my friends turn into that, you yeah. know? And so that's just like, we got to do something about that. Mm. Um, because yeah, you want to, I mean, you don't want to be in pain. You don't want to have that old, old person posture walking around. Like I see those people walking outside my house every day. They're walking their dog and they're over there like hunched over. I'm like, ah, oh, man. Um, so anyways, anyways, so that's, it's kind of what my situation looks like right now. 
They got that iPhone hunch. Yes. <laughs> Man. <laughs> How old are you, Jesse? 28. You young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's true. So if you think about like, so John and I are kind of close in age. And, and, you know, I grew up on that cusp of like, we didn't really have computers. You know, I, I learned keyboarding in like 11th grade. And even in college, you know, email was still just coming into things. And you still had to go to the fucking library to look up things, which people are listening to this going, what's that? Like you had to do the hard catalog and pull it. You know, you had to go find things that you just couldn't Google it. But your generation has grown up in front of screens. And so as technology improves, there's definitely, a, to me, there's a correlation of declining health because people just don't have to physically go do as many things as they used to. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. It's kind of crazy. Um, so when you talk about, uh, I want to go back to 80-year-old Bob for a second here. All right. So, you know, I've experienced this a lot. I've been coaching for, you know, almost 20 years now. When you get that new person and they got this ailment and that ailment and you're like, ah, all right, what do I do now? How do you figure it out? Like what, what sources are you looking for? Where do you go to do your research to figure out, okay, how do I actually serve this person to the best of my ability? <clears throat> That's a really good question. Okay. So how I normally do it is I start with, cause like, honestly, my big thing is cause you know, I, I went to a year and a half of college, right? I'm, I don't have a degree or anything like that. And so my main thing as I've progressed through this is just learn, always learn. And so through my years, I have found different sources for different things, right? Like I have a podcast that I listen to that is specific just for um, learning about like the different new studies that are coming out, right? And then their perspectives on that. Uh, there are people that I follow on Instagram specifically for uh, nutrition, right? There's, pe- there's people that I follow specifically for corrective exercise. Like there's a physical therapist that I follow specifically for that to see kind of new movements or maybe have what they do for certain hip things or rotator cuff issues or posture issues or something like that. Um, so when I start researching, I honestly just first Google. I Google hip replacement or whatever it is, and then I start going down the list. Now, here's the thing I feel like with it's just you get better with over time. Because just like for anybody that starts on their fitness journey, there's so much noise out there, right? There's so much counter stuff everywhere. But as you get more educated, as you get more into this, you start, you're able to start weeding out what you know, like I I explained to my clients, there's like this base knowledge that I kind of operate on, right? It's almost like the core values of health and fitness, right? right? And so I filter everything through those core values in fitness. And if it doesn't add up, I question it. Okay, well, why is it not then adding up with, you know, progressive overload? Why is it not adding up with calorie deficit? Why is it not adding up with these facts that we know are true? What, what, what is going on here, right? Um, so that's usually how now I'm able to filter that, but you really have to like, it's trial and error. And I always try that on myself, especially with corrective exercise, because it's all about feel. Right. And so like, I'll try those movements out myself before I really try it on anybody else, because how are you supposed to teach someone if you don't know how it's supposed to feel or look? Yep. Um, so, cause like for me, like I always had shoulder issues, like for in call, uh, in high school growing up, I had really bad tendonitis in my right shoulder. And that's because I didn't know how to properly set. I didn't know how to properly use any of those muscles. They didn't teach me. And so I've developed really bad tendonitis. And so over time, I had to do my own research. I had to go and do my own stuff to figure out why. And I remember going to a physical therapist for two sessions. 
and they just sat me in a corner and I just did external rotations with a band. And I just remember going, why am I paying $90 a session for something that I've already seen and know? Like, I thought they were going to tell me something that I didn't know. They didn't. And so at that point, that's when I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah. No, that's, that's great. You know, we had, we had Dan Duran on a few weeks ago and he talked about be a professional. And what you just described is truly the epitome of being a professional. It's not just trying to wing it and fucking figure it out on your own. Like there are resources out there greater than we've ever had access to. So, you know, I love that, that you have your arsenal of if problem A exists, I go here. If problem B exists, I go here. I mean, that's so smart. And there's, you know, there's so many avenues that we, that we can access because of social media. So we can use it to our advantage. And I, I love that. And by the way, the tendonitis thing. So, you know what you said about not, not lifting properly. So at some point you get older and then that shit just shows up. You know, it's like, a, it's like an in-law. So I'm just letting you know that's coming. Okay. Yeah. I'm just letting you know. Oh, I, I, got, I got tendonitis in this elbow and shit. Oh. It, you know, it's like luggage. It just, like, it just goes with me. It's like luggage. <laughs> it's my worst fear. Uh, people Man, tell me, okay, tell me if this is true. Cause I'm not 30 yet. I have multiple sources that have told me that once you hit 30, that's when things start to like fall apart. Like, did you wake up on your 30th birthday with like some sort of like, oh, my back or so, something like that? So for me, I started feeling stuff at 32, 33. And it's not you wake up and it's just like this agonizing pain. It's just, oh, that's new. So then you're just learning like your, your new body, essentially. <laughs> as you go through this. Yeah, uh, I'm 42, by the way. Yeah. So. My shit just hurts all the time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so 40 is like, you just hurt all the time. It doesn't matter. We actually, it's funny. We had a discussion in the gym this morning of like, if you wake up and nothing hurts, you're like, man, I rested too many days. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, you should just be hurting. <laughs> um, oh, man, bodies, they're great. So, so let's, Jesse, let's take it all the way back. Sure. You talk about, you know, utilizing fitness to fit in. So what, what was it that you were trying to fit into? And then where was the turning point where you're like, I actually want to do this for a living. Like this, this seems like a viable solution to, you know, feeding myself for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, so, so I was homeschooled, right? Up until high school, I went to a private school for high school. And as you can imagine, that was a, so a social shock for me right? Like being around all these people, being around everyone. Um, it was very difficult for me to socialize. And so working out, like, because they had a gym, they like, we would go work out before school started in the mornings, like it was a little class that they did. And they allowed us to actually go there without any supervision, which looking back on that, it's interesting. <laughs> but uh, so, but it was awesome, though, because it was just like, it was only four of us that would do it because no one wanted to get up before, you know, school to work out like what, what is wrong with you? Yeah. And so there's only four of us. So that really helped me like be more of an in an intimate setting to be able to build friendships and also just kind of have an activity, something fun to do that we were all like not good at, you know, so it's not like all of them excelled except for me, because then that would feel very isolating. Um, so we were all just learning and trying to get better. And so that really like grab it really like I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. And then it really helped me actually build friendships. Now, it wasn't until senior year that I actually really like 
I'm going to, I'm going to like go at this hundred percent. Like I started bringing like protein bars. I remember bringing two things of Greek yogurt every single day. And I ate it in like my, I think my second or third period. And thank you for my teachers for allowing me to eat in class. Thank you. <laughs> and I just, yeah, no. So that, that's senior year was really when I put like everything into it. And I remember too, when I graduated, like, you know how they'll like vote you like most likely for this or something like that. I was most likely to be on a P90X commercial. That's what they did. That's what they, that's what they did. And so uh, that's what I really knew. I really wanted to do that because honestly, I, all, I didn't have anything else that I really wanted to pursue. And I felt like I, I had a grasp on it. That was like the first time that I felt like I excelled at something. And so right out of high school, that's when I was like, you know what? I'm going to get the uh, NASM CPT. And so that's what I did. Uh, fun fact, I failed it by one point. And, uh, and so I had to, I was so pissed. I was so mad. Uh, -huh. uh but luckily that I was able to retake it and pass. I passed. It didn't, it, what's funny is, is they tell you how bad you fail, but they don't tell you how good you passed. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> Fair they point. Just say pass. Fair. uh, but, uh, I, I, what's funny is too, is like, whenever you started, like, I don't know how, how some PTs are, but whenever I started, I had the, the envision of, I'm going to train world-class athletes. I'm going to train these stars. Like, I'm going to be, oh, it's just going to be so good. And then reality hits you, right? Like, you train uh, just your, your normal person, right? You just train someone that uh, just needs to lose weight, that is struggling with their habits, that's struggling with their eating, portion control, all this stuff, right? Uh, so anyways, at the very beginning, it was, uh, it was very eye-opening for me. But it wasn't until probably my third year into Fitness Connection when I actually really realized, like, I'm taking it seriously. Like, this is my career. This is really what I want to do. Because then after two or three years under the belt, you start to actually realize what an impact you have on these people's lives. Like, yeah. how much trust they actually give you. Uh, and it's just, it baffles me every time that someone is, it just... Like, I thank people like, you know, thank you for like trusting me this much that like, cause it's so close. It's such a, uh, such an intimate relationship usually that you have with your clients. Um, and so anyways, that, that's when I really knew that I wanted to go further into that. Cause I, I started seeing the actual impact I can have on people. You know, it's interesting. You bring up the relationship side of this and, you know, as a coach, like my longest tenure clients, 13 and a half years in. You know, we've vacationed together and, you know, he's helped me move and all these other things. And to me, there's this curve of you start and you don't really know what you're getting into. Then you realize, oh, I have to learn how to sell. So there's this skill set you got to build. But then it comes back around for those of us who last, because now, you know, you've probably been doing this almost a decade, pretty much. Yep. It comes back full circle of like, oh, it is about relationships and it, and it is about showing people that you actually care because for a lot of people like we spend more quality time with some of our clients than anyone else in their lives and when you when you know that and you accept that responsibility then it brings this it brings that relationship to a whole nother level and and that's where again i think those of us who last in the industry that's the light bulb that goes off you're like oh if I just show that I care and, and actually care, not just show it, but if, if I show that I care and I'm, I genuinely want to help people, 
the business usually comes. And if we're willing to open our mouth and tell people about it, you know, that's the other of side of it. We can't just be good. Like somebody's got to know. That's right. <laughs> right. But, but clients come and then they stay too, because they understand, you know, like you said, you still, you're still training that guy that you sold, you know, many moons ago. And, uh, and he's with you for a reason. And I always think it's funny because half the people we have forever, they don't get the results they really came for. They just like you. It's true. It's very true. <laughs> so where do you, like currently, where do you get clients from? So again, you've been doing this for a long time now. So you have a reputation, you have testimonials, you got things you can, you can pull from. So where, where do you look for clients and who do you look for in a client? So, well... Like for the in-person stuff, it's all word of mouth, right? And honestly, in terms of the hours in the day for in-person, I probably have three slots left and I'm done. I'm full. And so that's why the online thing, because I like, because I'm looking at that and I'm just like, how can I scale without like charging so much money, you know? And so I don't want to, I don't want to start charging 300 or 400, you know, per hour, and so that's why I was just like, you got to scale online. So in terms of how I get any kind of business uh, in person is all word of mouth. It's all friends. It's all family. Um, I, it's so funny. I have two people right now that they'll bring up like this person that are like, I've been trying, man, like this person. I'm just like, they're like, I, I've talked to her three times. I'm really trying to get in here. I'm just like, it's okay. It's okay. Like, you don't have to like force it. Cause honestly, if you force it, like, I don't think I want that person, you know? <laughs> um but so now though what i'm looking for a client see that that is something that i that jonathan's actually been helping me with um because once again like in person i've always just been the man to like take whatever is coming my way because i want to help everybody right like that's always the mentality i have like i want to help everybody so if you're going to come to me and ask for help i want to help you but i have now realized that sometimes it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work because either the expectation that they have, which that's another thing too, that has been a big thing is how do you set that expectation up at the very beginning? Uh, Cause that, that, that can also weed them out right at the beginning. They might just be like, okay, you know what? Actually that doesn't sound like something I want. Uh, but the in-person right now is what, what's cool is, is most of the people that I actually, all of the people that I train right now, I really enjoy. So usually they're going to have people that are like-minded that are going to come to me. Usually there are, have, there have been people that like, I've had to kind of weed out a little bit, uh, but right now it's all good. The, the online thing has been something very interesting for me to figure out. Once again, like y'all, y'all have really been helping me with that is the, how to target for your actual ideal client online. How do you show that like how do you attract them right and so that has been such a learning curve for me because that that like whenever y'all challenged me with that that's the first time i've ever been asked that question you know like who who do you want to work with i'm like yeah. oh, everybody i don't know right everybody you know but like it's it, but it's cool though because it is freeing it really frees your mind because it really makes you think right uh, but then you also start realizing how much better that is for you and your time, because then like now running a business, the, the mentality of how you operate has been so huge. And so if you do not look forward to your clients, if you are like, 
It, let's say you have a client who is at 9 a.m. who drains you. Well, now you're going to be messed up for the rest of the day, you know, because now that person has just messed with your mind. It's brought you down. It sucked the soul out of you. And I know trainers know exactly what I'm talking about. Those people that just suck it out of you, man. Like, <laughs> and so that has where it's been really eye-opening is protecting you, protecting your mentality, protecting your energy so that you can actually perform at your highest level so that you can help people. Because like, how much better are you when you're on and how much better can you think of things on the fly to help your client versus whenever you're tired, you know? So anyways, yeah. You have gone through this arc and you're, you're still progressing through it. So John Berardi from Precision Nutrition, he's talked in the past about, you know, in the beginning of your fitness career, you just say yes to everything because you don't know who you want to serve. You don't know what you want to do. You're trying to figure out what you're actually good at. Like you just say yes. And over time, you get to say no more and more and more, hopefully getting to a point where other people can actually say no for you. And sometimes I think, you know, if we do a good job marketing ourselves, our clients say no for us or prospects say no for us before they even come to us because they're like, oh, I don't want to train with that guy. You know, he's a douche. Well, you know, (laughs) oh, man, they actually make their clients work out at that place. No, I don't want to go there. Right. I want to go somewhere I can eat pizza and walk on a treadmill. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um, Start on that. No, that's that's great, man. So so who do you look for? for your inspiration, for motivation, like outside of just like fitness specific stuff, you know, as a business owner, you just said it like mindset is huge. And, and the longer you do this, you start to understand like if, when my head's right, everything else is good. And when it's not, everything else suffers from it. So what sources of inspiration do you utilize to, to stay mentally uh, sharp? So, uh, well, okay. So I'm a Christian. And so I use a lot of different pastors that uh, like I'll listen to like just just recently, like Craig Rochelle, Life Church. He has been, I love his preaching style and how he preaches. And his, his last, like this previous Sunday was exactly what I needed to hear. And it was basically, why, why can't you stop? I think that was the title of it. Why can't you stop? And it's all about why can you not stop doing the same thing that you don't want to do? Ooh, right? Wow. And it was so good because I was, because he was talking from a Christian perspective. And my whole mind too is like trying to find the similarities in health and fitness, right? Like, okay, like how does this kind of correlate? Because it all it all stems from here, no matter what 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 you're doing, right? You, you're trying to eat better, you're trying to work out, whatever it is in any world, it all stems from there, right? And so uh, that has been a huge thing to help me with uh, staying well centered um, and relying, because like I, I the biggest thing that I struggle with is like your worth, right? Like knowing like. You know, it, it, am, am I worth it? Am I good enough? Right. And so that's why the, the Christian aspect of that has really helped me because you don't lean on yourself. You lean on God, right? Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter if I'm enough, God's enough. And so that is what has been helped me that kind of pushes me there. Um, and then not only that, like I have mentors in person that help me. Um, my dad is a big inspiration as well for me because he's, he's a pastor and so he, I can talk to him and he's very real with me. Like we just had lunch two days ago and I was going with him. Like I was kind of going over some of the struggles that I've had and he just, just pours into me. Right. But it's cool because he gives me very practical advice and he knows me. He's my father. And so he knows how to speak to me. Um, and so that those, those things, and then certain books, 
So there's this book that I'm going through right now with actually one of my friends. So we'll have calls on this and it's called winning the war in your mind. And it's all about how do you identify those negative thoughts, those negative ruts that you get into, right? So how does that like cascade? What, what is going through your day? Where, like, when does your negative thoughts start? Like, is it in the morning, you know, afternoon, evening? Why does it start? And then what actions happen after that? And then you kind of work backwards. And then what he was talking about is you replace lies with truth. So what are your lies, right? Mine was, I'm not good enough. Well, replace that with truth, right? And so you replace that with God's word, which is the truth. And so every time those thoughts can come up in your head, you replace that with what God says about you that you know is truth. Hmm. And so those have been probably the biggest things for me. Um, and then another thing too, is just making sure you spend time alone, uh, like quiet, because like there's so much stimulus, especially if we're trying to do online stuff. We're on social media constantly. We're constantly trying to think of content we can create. We're constantly thinking of things. And so honestly, just being alone, like this morning, uh, like for 10 minutes, I was just sitting in silence and I was just like, oh, this is nice. You know, like I can just like sit here in the morning and it's still dark outside and I'm just sitting there with nothing stimulating me. My phone is nowhere near me. Nothing is on, no TV, my computer, nothing, right? And so I'm just sitting there and I remember I was like, okay, I'm gonna start praying right now. And I got two minutes into my prayer and then my mind just started blanking out because I was just like in this peace. And so anyways, that's, that's been a huge thing for me. And uh, yeah, it's just being consistent with that because I know if I, if I fall off, because sometimes, you know, you get on a good roll, you're feeling good, things are happening and you're like, I don't got to do that. And then a week later, you realize now why you're feeling so negative or you feel like shit that day. And then now you're just like, oh, right. It's because I haven't been doing that. And then you get back on it again, right? Anyways. Yeah. Dude, I'm so proud of you, man. You've come a long way from getting paid $8 for a 45 session <laughs> of Fitness Connection. God bless Dude. you. Oh, it was $8. It only took us a few years, but you've become a fine specimen of a man. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we're here <laughs> eight dollars wow yeah, yeah and then man. when i came a head trainer it came 13 dollars. watch out so mark hey. you imagine how hard it was for me to hire people dude i'd sell them a lot on me <laughs> yeah because you know you wonder why people show their b-hole on only fans well you know they get a lot more than eight dollars an hour for that for sure <laughs> yes I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show talk my about, butthole. I'm going to want more than $8. That's all I'm saying. Talk about, talk about feeling your worth right there. Good what great. is the value of a butthole? You know? Whatever the how market is. How do you put fair marketplace value assessment on a butthole? You know? Who, <laughs> this butthole is more valuable than this butthole. I'm telling you, one of these days, I'm going to do an OnlyFans feet page. It's going to be my hey. feet on things in the gym. And we're gonna, ooh, that's gonna, such it's gonna oh, be a money machine that's Just, something no that's something oh my that's God. that's two that's two markets you could hit right there if you see any of you doing this we know that you stole this from this show mm -hmm. so you know. i want my royalty yeah, exactly right. royalty deal royalty oh man all right jesse so as we as we start to wrap this up you're awesome dude um Got a couple, got a couple questions for you. Okay. So you can expound as much as you want or whatever. Okay. 
Um, what is something you won't put up with? Oh, okay. 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 So something recently that I won't put up with is, uh, what is it? What is it? It's not negative energy. It's, um, it's whenever people complain about the situations that they're in and don't do anything about it. So this is something that has been irking me the past year, right? Because once you start actually like, you know, looking like watching out for your own mental health and all that stuff, you start realizing who and what affects you. Right. And so that's been a huge thing for me. Like uh, someone in my family can be like this. And so every time I'm around them, it's very hard for me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, cause I was telling my dad about that on Monday, I just go, I just have to keep quiet. He's like, that's what you have to do. And I was like, all right. <laughs> you know? But uh, it's draining, but I just, I can't stand it. Especially like the clients now, when they start talking about it, I will get, I'll get serious with them. Um, because it's just like, you can, you can keep talking about this all you want. But uh, if, if, if you always give me excuses for solutions, then I'm, uh, I, we're done. They, they say that the second time you complain about the same thing, you're, you're just complaining. That's like it. you're not looking for a solution. And honestly, to me and, and John, I know you can attest to this. That's probably the hardest part about personal growth is understanding that not everyone's trying to grow at the same rate you are. Some people aren't trying to grow at all, man. They that's like bad. the idea of it. And you go, there's the door. And they're like, but that's a big ass door. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> And it's all the way over there. It's all the way over there. They're like, eh, not really. It's kind of like what you said earlier. I don't want to go to that gym. I actually have to work out, <laughs> you know? And then I think with uh, what Jesse, you're saying, man, is you're just getting like, it's almost you've become more aware. It's like the matrix, man. Once you take that fucking pill, there's no turning back. And did I not tell you that before we started? You did. I did. <laughs> You did, but it's going to change your fucking life. I know. I know. I'm, I'm checking for my holes, you know, on my body right now. Like, I'm just well, like, I, I actually look like Keanu when he comes out. You do. I'm ready for Matrix Four, man. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Still, you don't look like the John Wick Keanu. <laughs> so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just need like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Second question. This is awesome. Can you write in cursive? Uh, my name. <laughs> I'm so glad that we pay taxes to have that as a class for second graders. That's so fucking important. I, uh, it's like, you know, for, for people who grew up and having to write in cursive, it's going to be like the code language at some point where we can pass notes and nobody knows what the fuck it says other than the people right. who know. I'm telling you, yeah, I remember someone handing me some piece of paper or something. I forget what it was. And it was all cursive. And I remember telling them, wait, what does this say? Because I couldn't understand it. I was like, what does this say? Anyways, yeah. Is, is, all right. Last question, sir. If you could have a billboard with the message on it for everyone to see, what would you want the message on the billboard to be? It's so funny. You, you know, the first phrase, marketing, marketing. The first phrase that goes into my head is go get what you're worth. So that's really fun. I know, hey, I know. It's not say marketing. It's in my head. It's in my head. Because <laughs> I'm doing my job. <laughs> it's finally working. You know <laughs> Probably is uh, I mean, honestly, like uh, there, there's so much to this, but like if it was for a general general population yep. and it was just you know, just a billboard and what probably can benefit most of the people right now, do less cardio and lift more weights. 
I like that's it. It's good advice. That's what would, yeah, that's I what like I would. That. That's it. True. I dig it. I dig it. Um, this, this has been great, man. You know, you and I haven't really got a chance to converse too much, but I know you and John go back quite a bit. So yeah. I've, I've really enjoyed this, just learning more about you. You've dropped tremendous value throughout this of, of truly what it's like to kind of go through the evolution of, of growing a business and understanding what it means and the mindset behind it. So I, I really appreciate it, man. Of course. Yeah. No, this was fun. This was really yeah. fun. I I, I'm not going to lie. I was expecting to just fuck with you a lot. On this. <laughs> and you guys actually had a damn good conversation. So I didn't say anything. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting. For, I, was I was ready. Just, I was like, oh, I was I'm ready. Fuck with him so hard on this. And I just, and then y'all had a good conversation. So here we are. <laughs> So, so Jesse, uh, we'll put all your stuff in the show notes, but tell the people where they can follow you, where they can find uh, more information about what you do. Of course. So, uh, my biggest one is Facebook. So Jesse Milburn, you can find me there. I got a red shirt, Superman pose. It's easy. And then, uh, (laughs) my website unshakable.fit has all that on there. Plus my podcasts and then podcasts on Spotify, unshakable fit. And then of course, Instagram at unshakable fit. So, so I'll say this for you fit pros out there. Y'all like listening to trainers get fired up and pissed off over like misinformation out there. Listen to Jesse's podcast. <laughs> I, I don't need, I'll be honest. I don't understand half the shit you're talking about. The <laughs> fact that you're, I'm just, I'm just being honest, but watching you get all fired up and pissed off is why I watch. And it's awesome. I can finally have an outlet. Because uh-huh. like most of the people, most of my friends, most of my clients, they don't want to hear any of this. Not at all. So like that's <laughs> what I can just start, like just like let it out. <laughs> well, it's a it's a damn good show. So I highly recommend you guys check that out. Um, as always, once again, Jesse, thank you so much, man, for for coming on the show and and more importantly, being in my life, dude. We appreciate the hell out of you, man. Um, and as always, for y'all listening to the show, don't forget. To go out there and get what you're worth and be like Jesse Milburn, baby. Yay. Damn good. Damn good show. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We hope you found value and entertainment in our content. Listen, we love helping fit pros get paid with their worth, and we have something we would love for you to take advantage of. Absolutely. So go to fitprocollective.com forward slash bootcamp to download our free business bootcamp on taking your training business online. This is no BS sales pitch. This is actual strategies that you can implement right now to move your business forward. Finally, again, if you like what you heard, please subscribe and review. Let us know what you think. Thanks again for listening to Real Talk with Real Fit Pros, where we help fit pros what? Get what they're worth. Yeah.